I'm really excited about what I'm going to share with you today. This is a principle that I've used in my business for years, uh, nine years, nine and a half years. It could be going on ten years now. And in fact, if we if we go all the way back to, to the nuances of what I'm getting ready to share with you, I've been this is almost an 11 year um, habit implies every single day, but it's really close to a habit. And this is almost almost every single day, and it's every single week, and it's every single month. And the only times that it's not every single week is if I'm on a vacation week, and some vacation weeks I do it anyway. I mean, we're talking a vacation week where I'm just totally unplugged. And then I don't don't do what I'm getting ready to share with you. And this, I believe, is one of the backbones to my business. But before I share with you the backbone to my business, I want to let I want to ask you this: wherever your business is at right now, when you look into your business, do you have 50 hours of training on a hard drive that you have personally created? And if today you said I want to create a training program and sell it tonight. Could you go pick and choose five tracks out of the 50 tracks that you personally created or on your hard drive, take five tracks, any five tracks, upload them, and then write a 45-minute sales letter that describes what they're going to, somebody's going to learn those five tracks. Obviously, they, those five tracks probably want to be connected in some way or they're sequential in some way or they're chronological in some way, but if you had 50 hours of training on some varied topics, you'd probably be able to pick five topics every single week and create a brand new training program every week, write a 45-minute sales letter, send it out to your list, and on command, once a week, you could release a new training program and and make money. You see, the thing is about making money online, so many folks get into this idea. I know that you don't do this. You've been following me and some of the others for so long. You don't get into this, but a lot of times it's the beginning place. Folks like, I just want to make money online. How do I make money online? What, what do I do that gets people to give me money? The equation really is the other way around. It's how do I give value and exchange it for money? And so if you, if every week you could come up with a five-hour training program every single week by picking from the 50 trainings that you, that you already have on your hard drive, and every week you could create another one. You just mix and match them and and there'd be a little bit of overlap, but most people don't buy all 10 of your programs anyway. So they're, they're still not going to get all of your training, even if there's some overlap and some mismatch and, and that kind of thing. But let's just say that instead of saying, how can I make money this week, you were to say, what can I create that delivers value that people will pay me for? I mean, you can literally say, you know what, I've got a, a cash demand today. Okay, great. I'm going to put together a training program that's going to change people's lives. I'm going to write a powerful sales letter using the Sean Mize formula in 45 minutes or anybody else's. I don't, this is not about me, folks. You can use any sales letter formula that you want. You can use, I mean, there's a lots of sales letter formulas out there. At the, very, at the core, they're all the same. The core, if a sales letter formula works, it, it deals with certain issues. And then some sales letter formulas have more bells and whistles. I think if you split test out all those bells and whistles, you don't get, you might get something marginal, but they're not all necessary. I really believe that, but that's a digression here, so we'll get back. I had somebody tell me this week, made a comment about how much I meander when, when I teach, and I know that I do, and sometimes I wish that I didn't, and sometimes I think, well, with the meandering, sometimes you learn. Sometimes in the meanderings, you learn the most. 
And so working on cutting that back, but at the same time saying, hey, how can I deliver value? So once again, I'm rambling. Let's get back to the topic. So when you can deliver value consistently, and you have a list, if you don't have a list, you're dead in the water. The very first thing I did when I built my business, the very first thing I did when I designed this business, not my first six months when I was when trying everything out like you, you've been doing or have done in the past. You tried a whole bunch of things out. Once I tried a whole bunch of things out, then I got serious and I said, the most important thing I have to do is build a list. I built a squeeze page and I told everybody about it that I possibly could online. When you do that, you have a foundation of your business. You have people on your list. You're able to create offers at will. They change people's lives, and you can demand a price for them, and they pay the price, and then you meet your cash demand for the week or for the month or for the day or whatever the case is. So how would it feel if right now you had 50 hours of training right there on your hard drive? Would it feel pretty good? Here's how to do it. You want to know how to do it? I want you to imagine that one year ago today, one year ago today, you had carved out one hour of your life for... Uh, I want to pretend you carved out one hour of your life to draw pictures. Seriously, I want you to draw pictures. I want you to waste an hour of your life every week for the last 50 weeks just drawing pictures. Now, if you'd have done that for the last year, how much worse off would your life be? I mean, really, would you miss whatever you replaced, whatever you didn't do during that one? We get 168 hours every week. And I know most of us sleep off 56 of those, or maybe not 56, but 48 of those hours, 49 of those hours. Most of us sleep off, and it still leaves us 118 hours. What if you took one of those hours and just drew pictures for a whole year? What would, what would the worst thing that happened be? The worst thing that would happen is nothing. I mean, seriously, if you can't carve an hour of your week out and not totally disrupt your week, you're doing too much. I mean, seriously, you've got too many pre-planned activities. You know, you you got too, something's wrong if you can't pull an hour out and do the long sheet of paper for an hour. So what's the worst thing that could happen? Nothing. Nothing. That's the worst thing that could happen. When you look back, would you miss the time? No. Truth be told, you'd probably find that to be a relaxing time, and you'd be looking forward to it, and you'd do it two or three hours a week. You might even be a calmer, more peaceful person for doing it. But that's not my point. My point is you wouldn't miss the time you didn't do something else. You wouldn't miss the time that you took away from social media. You wouldn't miss the time that you took away from cooking a bigger meal. You wouldn't miss the time that you took away from something. You wouldn't miss it. You wouldn't even know what you replaced that time with. So let me ask you this. What if during that same wasted hour you were to just turn a recorder on just like I am right now? You see, I'm doing this live. I'm speaking into my cell phone live to you. I've got my control panel on Instant Teleseminar up on my computer right now, and it says recording. Recording status, in progress. Recording duration, seven minutes. That's on the new track, seven minutes. Almost every single week, without fail, I turn my recorder on. Many weeks I record, turn it on for two or three hours. Obviously, the coaching call is one hour. I want you to imagine that one year ago during that doodling time, you had instead turned your recorder on and just talked. The biggest, the biggest rebuttal, the biggest objection 
rebuttal. The biggest objection that I hear when I suggest people to do this is they say, I don't know what to say, and I'm afraid it'll waste my time. But we've already dealt with the issue that it won't waste your time. If all you do is turn the recorder on for one hour and listen to the sound of your voice saying, da-da-da-da-la-la-la-da, what a waste of time. I can't believe Sean would have me do this. What a waste of time. I'd be better off doodling. What a waste of If you just did that for an hour a week, for three weeks, I guarantee you would get so bored and so comfortable with talking in to your cell phone that you would say, you know, I think this week I'm going to teach something. Seriously. The second objection I get is folks say, well, I don't know what to teach. Okay. I'm going to be direct here. I'm going to offend somebody. I, I don't like offending people. I really don't. But if that's what happens right now, look, if you don't have something that you can teach, you don't deserve to be called a teacher. And if you're not a teacher, what on earth are you doing running a teaching business online? Because isn't that what a coaching business is? It's a teaching business. What's a membership business? It's a teaching business. What's an info business? It's a teaching business. You're teaching information. And if you don't have enough material between your ears to teach, to turn a recorder on and teach. Now, I'm not talking about whether you're smooth. I'm not talking about whether you stammer or stutter or mutter or repeat your words or start over and over. I'm talking about actual content. If you don't have any content, You've you got to stop building your info business, stop building your coaching business, stop building your membership, and go to school. I'm going to suggest something I haven't suggested in a long, long time. One of my earliest training programs ever, like 10, 12, 10, 11 years ago, I taught this. I said, look, if you don't know your topic, go find three courses online that teach your topic. I don't care what you have to pay for them. Go find three heavy-duty courses online that teach your topic. Buy all three of them. Listen to every training and take deep notes. And when you get done listening to all three training programs, if, if they're the deep programs, I'm not talking about somebody's namby-pamby front-end training program in their, their funnel. I'm talking about their real training program, the one that they say teaches everything they know. You buy that from three experts and learn everything they know and take deep notes, you will have in your notebook more information than any one of those three experts knows about their topic. And you now can teach more than any one of those three experts. Because how many of those experts do you think have had the humility to listen to their competing experts' full-length training programs? <laughs> Probably not any of them, but you have. And you will now emerge as the possibility of an entrant to be the world's top expert. Why? Because you will know more about your topic than the three reigning champions of your topic right now. Does that, does that ring a bell? If you were to spend the next 40 hours of your life, 40 hours of your life, that could be 13 hours a week for three weeks, it could be four hours a week for 10 weeks, studying the top three people in your niche area, you will become an expert among experts. And then you can turn your recorder on and you record every week. You say, Sean, what am I going to teach? I don't care. 
Draw up a 10 by 10 matrix and teach on one topic a week for 50 weeks. Well, Sean, how am I going to sell it? Don't worry about it. Because imagine if a year ago you'd have started doing this. Right now you'd have 50 hours of training, and starting today you could come up with a five-hour training program every single day. And of course, next week you'd have 51 hours, and next week you'd have 52, and in a year you'd have 100 hours. Seriously. Hey, now, obviously, once you've created your first five hours, after five weeks, you could create a five-hour training program. After the first week, when you recorded an hour, you could have a one-hour training program. Just bang, that's your front end. Bang, it's there. Now, two objections folks get. One is they tell me they're afraid. For two years, sometimes for two or three years, I will tell people, you got to do it, you got to do it. After three years, somebody will go, I finally turned the, had the guts to turn the recorder on, and I taught, and I cannot believe it's so easy, and I kick myself for not listening to you three years ago. So if you're battling fear, please just turn the recorder on. The second objection I get is people say, I'm not as smooth as you are, Sean. But guess what? I wasn't as smooth 11 years ago, and I'm not as smooth as I could be. I'm not as smooth as the people that I want to sound like. I'm not as smooth as the people that I look to as mentors for speaking. I'm not that smooth. I'm approaching it. I'm getting closer. I'm closer than I was last year. I'm closer than I was the year before. I'm not where I want to be. But if when I had started, I said, I'm not smooth enough, I wouldn't be here now. Because I have learned to speak on the fly by teaching for 50, for one to three hours per week, which is 50 to 150, probably 100 to 150 hours a year for the last 11 years, last 10 years anyway. So I've taught for 1,000 to 1,500 hours on the fly just like this. It makes it easier. When you do it over and over, but you have to do the first time. If you don't do the first time, it won't happen. And what's the worst thing that can happen? You turn the recorder on for an hour, and you teach, and it's a whole bunch of stammering and stuttering. So what? Did you get the topic out? Great. Put it up for sale, and it's, it's, it's your, uh, I just recorded my very first uh, training program, uh, big-time sale, full of stuttering and stammering at half price. Seriously. You can do it. Second thing I want to give you is daily content creation. Daily content creation. I'm not talking about recording, although you could. If you want to be the most creative and the most prolific that you possibly can, you need to create every working day. There's a groove that happens when you create. And if you only create once a month, it's hard to get in the groove. Imagine only having breakfast once a month. Imagine only going to the gym once a month. I can because that's about how often I go to the gym. I'd like to go every day. But why don't I go every day? I'm not in the habit of it. But if I went every day, I wouldn't get sore. If I went every day, it would just be what I do at 3 o'clock if I went every day. But I don't go every day. I go like once a month. I have to have, I have to build up. For seven days before I go, I'm going to go to the gym. Seven days later, I'm like, you know, I'm tired of telling myself I got to go to the gym. So I go to the gym and I work out and then I'm sore for a week so I can't work out again. And, and then I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not sore for another week. It feels really good to not be sore. And then the next week, it's like, all right, you know, I wonder if I should go to the gym. And then the next week, it's like, okay, I, I got to build up to go to the gym. 
Now, I know you laugh at me, and you know some of you will send me an email and tell me how easy it is to make a commitment. Just get up at 3.45 in the morning and go. But I want you to relate that to content creation. Many of you are creating content just like that. You're having to build up for a whole week to go write a thousand words. And you write your thousand words and your fingers get sore and, and you burn your brain out and then for a whole week your brain hurts and so you're like, whew, sure I'm glad I don't have to create content today. And then the next week you're like, okay, my brain doesn't hurt anymore. This feels really good. No more content creation this week. And then the next week you're, you come to my coaching call and you hear about it and you're like, oh, Sean, why are you talking about it? And then the next week, every day you're like, okay, I ought to create some content. But what if? Every day, for the first hour of your day, you were to create content. Would it be tough the first week? Yeah, just like going to the gym. Would it be tough the first two weeks? Maybe. But by about the third week, you'd get new ideas every day. So far, what have I given you? Record for an hour a week. Number one, record for an hour a week. Number two, have a content creation time every day. Now, this can be typing for 10 minutes. It can be typing for an hour. It can be writing blog posts. It can be recording. It can be doodling, drawing pictures, whatever. Content creation time. I want to give you a third thing. This was not my plan for today. It was in the back of my mind. Let me give it to you. The very first thing that you do every day when you turn your computer on is creative. It's not checking emails. It's not social media. It is something creative. Whether it's creating a web page, whether it's creating a website, whether it is building something, whether it's creating a recording, whether it's writing a sales letter. When do I write my best sales letters? First thing in the morning. Is when I write my best sales letter first thing in the morning. The thing is, if I don't commit to writing my sales letter first thing in the morning, I can never get first thing in the morning back, ever, ever. The only way, if I miss first thing in the morning today, the only way I can ever have a first thing in the morning again is to get through the rest of the day, go to bed, and get up tomorrow. I mean, seriously, if you start your business at 7.30, but you peek in your email box and your social media, you promise yourself you'll only be there for 15 minutes, but in 15 minutes or in an hour, it's no longer the first thing in the day. You will no longer be able to write your best sales letter. You will never, no longer be able to create your best product until tomorrow. Now, I'm not suggesting that you just stop doing things after the first thing in the morning. But what I am saying is you, you want to be an expert, right? You want to be the very best in your business. You want to teach people. You want to make good money. So if you want to make good money but you don't want to do the, be the best, there's a disconnect. Like if you're a baker, you're like, you know, I want people to pay me top dollar for my cookies, but I don't want them to be the best cookies around. Disconnect. Seriously. You want to get top dollar for your cookies, you've got to be the best, you've got to make the best cookies. When somebody tastes your cookie, they've got to go, oh, wow, where can I buy 10 of these? This is the way it should be with your, with your business. People come to your website, they should go, oh, wow, how can I spend an hour here? When somebody watches your video, People should say, oh, wow, how can I watch for an hour? Wow, only a three-minute video? Where can I find more? Everything you do in your business should be like that. Everything you do in your business should be where people want more. Why? Because it's so good they want more. 
And so what that means is if you're going to do that, you're at your very best when you start your business in the morning. And that is the time that you should do your very best work. Your sales letter should come first. Your product training should come first. Whatever it is should come first. There should be a priority there. Why? Because you want your business to be the very best. And if you don't, you can't continue to say that you want to make good money because good money only comes with the best. Seriously, if you're not the best, you get everybody else's leftovers. If you're not the best at what you do, you're going to get whoever's the best leftovers. You want to get the leftovers from the best or do you want to be the best? And you can be the best. What's the formula for being the best? Go out and find the top three people in your niche, buy everything they produce, learn it all, study it all, take good notes, have a binder full of 300 pages worth of notes, start creating your own training, you'll be the best. Seriously. How do you have to have the best presence online? Probably in your niche. If you did a video a day, you'd have 252 videos at the end of one year, working days. You'd have 252 videos. How many of your competitors have 252 videos on their website? Good videos, good training videos. How many of your competitors have 250 articles on their website? How many of your competitors have recorded for 252 hours? Not very many. Probably not any, unless you're in a very competitive niche. And then you have to be the best. You've got to be the best. Do what it takes. All right, folks, we're going to wrap up. Three things. Number one, record for an hour a week, minimum. Number two, daily content creation. Number three, do your best work first thing in the morning before you do anything else. You'll be amazed at how your business changes when you do just that. Changes when you do just that.